Uh, yo, yo, sorry, Fiesta. Gone crazy, dog. Like I'm Brady, dog. For the city, for the squad. Gone crazy, dog. Just like Brady, dog. Like I'm Brady, dog. I'm the GOAT. Rock a show to the Brady song. Who gon' get it done? Who gon' get it done? For the city, for the squad. That's a stupid pun. Just like Brady, dog. Welcome back to episode two of the Yo Soy Fiesta podcast. I'm Jake, known as Pats Nation on Instagram, and I'm here with... Uh, I'm Grant, I'm Patriots Red Zone. For Gillette Nation. I'm Jacob, I'm from Pats Discuss. My name is Matthew, I'm uh, known as Patriots Enforced on Instagram, uh, also known as the best uh, Canadian Patriots account as well. So today we're going to... Continue talking about training camp, more specifically Derek Rivers. How do you guys think he has uh, about his production so far than from last year? I just, I just think it's it's cool how he's running with the starters early. Obviously, I know Bennett was out for a couple days, but I just find it interesting that it's him over guys like Winovich for the uh, on the first team. I. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting uh, rest of training camp and then preseason for him because I do think he's on the bubble. I don't know if that's necessarily a hot take, but he is definitely on the bubble and he's got to have a good camp and obviously preseason to make the team. He's definitely on the bubble, but he is probably in the best place to be on the bubble. Anywhere in the defensive line or the front seven is the most like wide open for, uh, for anyone to make the team, I feel like because of how weak it, where we are at defensive line and anywhere around there. He's right. um, getting time with the starters early because I feel like Belichick, Belichick might be testing him early just because he knows what Winovich can bring. He knows about every, everyone else that's gotten more playing time than he has. Um, so I think they're just trying to throw him into the fire with the first unit as quick as they can um, and just – just see what he has, and if he just doesn't have it, I, I think he's, 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 he's going to get cut. Yeah, the other thing, too, is, like, he could be a Dietrich Watt Jr. for that starting spot, aside from Michael Bennett. Like, if if uh, Rawaz doesn't become healthy because he's got that injury right now, and if Rivers can stay healthy because he's been injury-prone for the first couple of years of his career, right? But he he only has, like, a sack in two years obviously towards ACL but he's got to have more production in the preseason to make the 53-man roster so yeah he's good good depth if he can play yeah and, and make the team because if Bennett goes down or Wise goes down or he can start over Wise like uh he'll be a good, good depth if as long as he can play after that ACL injury and he was even a high draft pick too like he was round three right yeah, and that was in the year round. we we didn't have the first round draft pick, I think. So, yeah, right. He was drafted over Wise. Wise was in the yeah, fourth round. Right. He was in the third round. And it's... yeah, I think it's it's definitely still Dietrich's job to lose. Yeah, yep. like, I think he's still got it locked up. Like I definitely have not been disappointed with him at all. I think no, he's, he's been really solid. He's been really solid for what we yeah. thought we were going to get out of him. So I, I really like Dietrich, and I don't think he's going anywhere. But. I think the best the best case would be that Rivers can become some kind of depth piece behind him. Yeah, where you can rotate them in and out. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And wait, who else is on? Who are we missing? 
there's there's Winovich, Rivers, Wise, and then Ben Shilly Calhoun. Right. Okay, so Yeah, we'll say I would I think it would be nice if he could become the the number three would be excellent, but even like the number four defensive end on the team, that'd be perfect. As you right. guys said, for a depth purpose. Yeah, and even if he jumps in that starting role, like he he'll have guys that can mentor him, like He'll have Bennett on the other side, Lawrence Guy, who's been there for a while. He'll have the help that he needs. Right. And he's, he's a big guy, too. He's like 6'5", and he's, he's athletic, too. So The other thing, too, is you have to remember John Simon's still there. Oh, and yeah. I think oh, they, right. they signed yeah. him for about a two-year deal or so, right? So right. It seems like they do like John Simon, and he, he really stepped up somewhat in the playoffs last year. So. John Simon's role increased more and more almost like every yeah. single game last year, even down to like the Super Bowl. That's true. So, yeah. Upgraded Cassius Marsh. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> With that number 55 and all the tattoos. Yeah, anyone's an upgrade from Cassius Marsh. Yeah, it's not hard to be an upgrade from him. The only yeah. thing I can think of when Cassius Marsh's name comes up is him on the ground and Kareem Hunt running towards the end zone. That's all that's, I can That's a famous yeah, picture. That, yeah. I can think of, what is it? Was it the Mexico game where um he like threw a water bottle or threw like a water? Oh yeah, the yeah, Raiders, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that? Like Belichick's just looking at him like, "What are you doing?" No, nobody's ever like done that on the Pats in Belichick. Destroying the Raiders, they're destroying the Raiders Pat? at halftime, and Simon picks up a cooler and hums it across the locker room. He's not <laughs> and everyone just they're not going to stop him. They're just going to stare at him, looking at him like, "What are you going to do?" And Belichick yeah, at that what? point oh, already knows God. he's getting cut. You mean Marsh? Because you said Simon. Yeah, Marsh. Um, yeah, the- Cassie, Cassie's Marsh blocked me on Instagram. He was one of the first players that I've ever had blocked me. I only so have one player who blocks me. I only have who? one player who blocks me on my personal. Who is it? Alanda Roberts. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll get to Alanda that's, Roberts. Yeah, that's later. But right, I so, do also want to talk about things. Isaiah Wynn. Yes, because yeah, I was going to say the same thing. It seems that he's not up to full speed yet. I don't, I don't know if they're just you know taking it easy with him and they don't want to throw him in right away, but I don't think he's up to full speed yet. I think no. you're kind of onto something with that, though. Like I, I don't know if they want to put him in full speed because he had an Achilles injury, which is like you, you, don't, you see that like end guys' careers. Like that's, not, that's probably one of the worst sports injuries, especially in football, that I could think of. Especially for an offensive lineman too, right? Right. Like you right. got you got to plant your feet in the ground, and it's not going to exactly. be easy to come back from. So I could absolutely see them easing easing him back uh, into the into the starting role. I mean, he's going to be the starter week one. I don't think there's any doubt in that, um, and I don't have any doubts that he'll be like as productive as everyone else on the offensive line. But I I don't know. I don't think right now camp is like you're gonna you're gonna take away that he's. Yes, going to be a starter or not going to be a starter. I don't see anyone taking his job. I think it's his. I no, agree. You can't just... yes, yesterday's in uh, in stadium practice was um it was just a walkthrough and he still didn't even get reps for that. So I don't know if that's because um they're still trying to just ease him in or um if that means like Dan Skipper is um playing that well that he's giving he's giving him a run for his money. I did see that though the other day. That's what had me concerned. That he didn't even, you know, take reps in the walkthrough. That's what concerned me. He seemed to like to put tall guys at left tackle. 
Yeah. They do. Dan Skipper's six freaking ten. Solder Brown. Right. How tall is Brown? Six eight, I think. Um, it's so and he was close. he was easily like three fifty, right? He had It'll <laughs> yeah. turn, turn Dan Skipper into another uh, big contract six. player. Oh yeah. Brown is six eight three fifty. Three sixty. Yeah, three sixty. Jesus. But yeah. yeah, so who else? Who else is gonna make the team at offensive line? I bet probably Kajuste. Probably. Yeah. How do you say his right. name? Broholt. And yep. somebody's somebody's got to be that backup left tackle beside. Karras might be. Oh, it seems like they always keep Karras around. So. Right, he's a kind of a plug guy. They had him at center yeah. a couple years ago. They'll put him at well, guard. Yeah. Whenever James someone Ferenc. goes down, he's that guy. How do you say that? Like James Ferenc? Am I saying that right? I think it's Ferenc. Right. Yeah. Ferenc. Yeah, he's been getting um, reps with the uh, first unit at uh, center. But that's yeah. just because um, of Andrews. But I don't know if that's gonna lead to like a backup piece. One thing's for sure: they the Patriots <clears throat> have an act for drafting linemen, though, because for Joe for Joe Tooney, Shaq Mason, uh, David Andrews is Yo. wasn't David Andrews. David undrafted? Andrews was undrafted. Andrews yeah. was undrafted. Uh, but uh, besides him, they seem they to be pretty good. Cannon at Cannon too, I think. Right? Uh, did they? I think they Cannon. Yeah, I think they, they did in the third round. I think oh, yeah. so. So they, so they have an act for yeah. drafting good linemen. So hopefully you win. The whole turns offensive out. line they've drafted. Hannon was a fifth so. round pick. Fifth round, they, okay. They got him in the fifth, yeah. He was garbage at first until like until a couple years ago. Until like yeah, uh, Dante Skarnacki effect. Yep. Right. Absolutely yeah. right. Yep. The, they're so good at developing offensive linemen and Skarnacki is that good of a coach. He really is that good of a coach. He's crazy good. But see, um, the one year that he left is up there. Yeah, the you one left. year he left. Do you leave oh. in 13 or 15? 15. It was 15, 15 because that was the year that our offensive line... Denver killed us in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, and then yeah, he we realized how much of an impact he had. And then he and they brought him back. back. All right. Is it, is it time for... Uh, is it Landon time? Roberts? All right, Jacob, you, uh, you start us off. The floor. On your boy, Landon Roberts. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. it's very well known. I'm not a huge fan of Landon Roberts. And that's an understatement, actually. But uh, I could really, I could really make a case for him to be either cut or traded this off season. You got, uh, you got Hightower, Van Noy. You got Juwan Bentley back, and now that it's just, and now it sounds like uh, Christian Sam has been having a good, a good training camp so far. So there's a real case we have. Pretty good depth at linebacker. There's a real case for him to be one of the surprise cuts. Did you say Jamie Collins too? Oh yeah, and Jamie yeah, Collins. Another guy. Collins. So and yeah. He, so I, I, I would be more worried about on the Jamie roster. Collins. Yeah, like he he's not a sure lock to be on the roster by any means. Not even close. Oh, he's a, he's another bubble player. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he's yeah. on the closer side of the roster to the bubble than yeah he is. making him out to be. But yeah, he's, he's more of that no run problem. defender, right? So, yeah, right, and I don't think there's a lot of like straight up run linebackers on the team. Like Van Noy is very much well. He Van Noy, Van Noy and Hightower both coverage and blitz linebackers. Yeah, but and Roberts J- Jawan, is one of the quickest thing. guys we, on the team. There isn't yeah. a guy that just blows up <laughs> runs like we used to have Jamie Collins do, and if he can do it again, then sure. But Roberts has been. No, where does your hate from Roberts like come from? I just hate watching <laughs> him. 
I just hate watching him. I all I can remember when I think of Atlanta Roberts is those highlights I put on my on my Instagram page of him. I remember these of flying through the line and coming out the other end without the freaking ball carrier. Um, him t- destroying Malcolm Butler trying to tackle Antonio Brown. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Are you kidding one, yeah. me? He. I just. I hate watching him. And then Shady McCoy. Uh, just completely taking his ankles from him. I remember that play I too. Remember, I hate was, watching him so much. In the Chicago in the Chicago game this year, he was in I think their own end zone, and there was a ball right to him, and he just completely dropped a pick. Yeah, I remember that. He doesn't have a career interception, I don't think. Like, <laughs> oh, like I just I don't want I don't even like watching. Jawan before. Bentley does. <laughs> Bentley already has an interception. Like, yeah, before, he does. Before Roe left, he was my least favorite on the team. Oh, for, Eric for, a, for a similar reason, because I just hated watching him. He, especially against the in the Super Bowl. But since he left, now it's Roberts, and I want him are you, traded. Are you telling me that when when Jordan Richards was on the team, you're? <laughs> oh, he was just bad. <laughs> he was awful. He was pretty bad. He was more. Of, wasn't he more of a special teams guy? Yeah, but Richards? if he, he shouldn't have even been on the field. No, he shouldn't have been on the field on defensive side of things, but for even special reason, teams. They, for whatever reason, they put they bench Malcolm Butler. Another uh, another yeah, second right. round. Richards was just another second round defensive back bust in New England. That's all Wait, he was. You can't, Wait, he was second round? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't he know was. That. They yeah. passed on so many good players in that draft. Which draft? No, I was just asking. Which draft was that? 2015. Uh, t- yeah, it would be 2015, I think, right? They traded. They traded him to the Falcons for a conditional seventh round pick. That's like literally a bag of chips. Like the brutal thing too was he was projected to be a fifth or seventh round pick, and they reach him like five rounds ahead. I remember them saying that like he was going to be like a day three pick. Yeah, they barely had any film on him that they could show because they weren't ready. Yeah, that was that was one of Belichick's worst picks, honestly. Oh, yeah. Ever. Yeah. That's for sure. Easily. While, while we're on the topic of safeties, do you want to talk about the other surprise cut that Jacob has been talking about too, Daron Harmon? Uh, yeah, yeah, Jacob, start us off. I think there's a real case for Daron Harmon to be the surprise cut or traded. I don't think Grant's too happy about that. No, dude. Look, Harmon, I love Harmon as much as you hate Roberts. And if, if Harmon <laughs> gets cut, I don't know what I'm going to do. And See – if they're going to do something with them, it should be via trade because he probably has good trade value. Absolutely. For teams looking for like a second or third safety. It's like, he's probably not a starter. Because during, during camp, so far he's been playing with the, he's been repping with the second team. Right. Uh, they've been putting Obi Melifanyu and Terrence Brooks with the first team. They've been rotating, rotating them through. They've both been getting first team reps. Now it's and interesting because Chung's amazing hurt, right? camp. Oh yeah, but uh, I, I don't mean, think put, he'll, they'll cut him. They would definitely trade him if if anything. Yeah. I mean, he's still got um, until twenty twenty one on his contract. He doesn't have like an insane like expensive con contract that people are gonna no, stay away 2. from. No, it's two point five million. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> like, has a, he has a cap hit of four point seven five mil- million, and if we were to cut or trade him, it would save us two point seven five mil. So he says. Oh. I think it could be worth a look. I mean, I, I really like Harmon because I do think there is a clutch factor with him. Yeah, like, yeah he's very season, clutch. 
Everybody they nicknamed the closer for a reason. Jacob might not agree. I mean, I feel like some of them are. I feel like most of them are gifted to him, but I give him Either credit. Then, I give him credit no. for being in the right place, right time. I'll give him credit. Did you see his Super Bowl? There. Did you see his uh, pick in Super Bowl Fifty Two? That, that was a nice. Uh, yeah, catch. That, that was. Yeah, that was nice. That was a good catch. That was very good. He is You've in got, the. Like, in just no, recent time, obviously the Steelers won. That was the biggest. You've got. Um, you got the one against the Vikings last year. He closed that game out. Um, he got the pick yep. in the um the twenty fourteen Dolphins game, game against Baltimore. He had yes, one against the Dolphins against that was clutch too. Yeah, I was talking about the. It's like every single season he's responsible for like a game saving pick or just something that can turn the game around or decide it. Oh, he had two against the Steelers last season or last the in the game oh, yeah, against last, them last year. We ended up losing to them. Still had two. If the offense could have done anything with the ball, he turned the game around twice for him. He gets more turnovers than like anyone on defense every single year. He is dude's in a machine. The, in the the clutch situations at the end of games, he is. He's like a magnet. Like it, the ball just somehow ends up in his hands. Oh yeah. But I I do think trading him is worth a look, especially if guys like uh, Obi Melifonwu and Terrence Brooks. See, but are you have you to... want for him. What would you try to get for him if you could trade? It's got to be draft pick, a high draft probably, pick, right? or maybe like a, tight a third end. or second tight round. End. Yeah, tight end's also worth a look. I just but don't yeah. know who you could trade him to. Or like a backup guard, uh, tackle would wouldn't be a horrible idea, but yeah, but yeah, if you can get something good for him, you absolutely do it. In my opinion, I agree. That's the case I with agree. everyone, though. Yeah, if, if you're getting a good deal for Brady, yeah. you might as well do that too. Well. Eh, I don't know about that. Don't bring that. We don't up. have well, the next guy. Don't bring we don't have the next guy yet. What's a good deal for like every pick for the next like twenty five years? It like, have to be. It would have to be one of the Brooklyn Nets trades or the whatever the um the Clippers just made with OKC for. It would have to be one of those kind of trades. If we still had Jimmy, if we had the next guy like Jimmy G, uh, then maybe. But like besides that, I, right right now I we don't have the next guy. We do not. Trade right here, him yet. you make a trade with Washington, right? You say we will give you Tom Brady, and you can give us four or five picks in Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. Dwayne, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Shake stuff. There we go. There there we go. I wouldn't hate could, that for Michigan trade, quarterback. You could trade Brady for Haskins straight up, but I don't know if the Redskins do that. I don't know if the Redskins it's do that. It's too risky on their part. Oh yeah. Nah. <laughs> but for it's real, a ridiculous trade. I think. I think what we're trying to say is, if there is a, if there's a good deal for Harmon, I say you do it oh, because yeah. there we do have Melifonwu, who the Patriots seem to like. They brought him in, you know, midseason last year, and and he's young still. Right, and then Terrence Brooks because he is more of a like core special teamer but he can also play defense and then even like i mean let's, nate abner isn't really a safety he's a special teamer but it saves you cap money it saves you money for if you want to get a free agent or something exactly here um how deep the uh, defensive back position is you can move like just um jason mccordy back you could see like a duke dawson mm-hmm. who isn't gonna make Jonah- the team. jonathan jones <laughs> jonathan jones played safety yeah yeah did Jonathan Jones play uh, safety in the Super Bowl? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah, he's a, right, he he's a versatile back. Like he can play. He's, I don't even remember if you also have Brandon Bowl, King, but... who probably could yeah. get some reps. He came there. as a safety. King's more a linebacker. Yeah, it, yeah, he's I, thought, a yeah linebacker. I thought it was a linebacker. No, I he think moved he from is, safety. But, like, you could you could move him back there just for like 
preseason, yeah. Brandon, working that out. Brandon King is like a non-flop Jordan Richards. Because I remember like Flores would put Jordan Richards in like the preseason a linebacker, and he would even do it during the season. Like there's even a couple plays in the Super Bowl against the Eagles where he was doing that. But like obviously that guy couldn't play. But that's just what Brand- Brandon King's like a weird like linebacker safety hybrid that um that we have. But yeah, I mean as far as safeties go, there's there's a ton of DBs that you could plug plug in to um to play safety. And that's only with McCoy career so yeah I, and I also duke dawson at free safety is another that's another possibility but we'll, yeah, we'll touch duke, on that one later yeah duke um, dawson man is not gonna make the team and i get so much hate save it well. ethan ethan save, save it. it i get save, save it. so much hate save for this. it we, save it save it i know i know <laughs> all right is I there know. any last thing we want to touch do on we, any like do final we, thoughts before do we want to talk about that laying or do we think that- oh yeah the lost cause like keep, keep it brief. Let's just let's Outling, just do this. Right. Everyone, go down go down the list and see. Does everyone think Outlink's making the team? No, no. I mean, this doesn't make sense. Uh, yes, if uh, Edelman's injury is severe okay. enough to keep him out at the beginning of the season, or <laughs> how does if think another <laughs> receiver goes down? I think it, yeah, I think it depends on like our the the situation at wide receiver. Here's the be- better question: How does that like make the roster as a receiver? Well, it's gonna have to be wide receiver. He's not gonna make it right as a now. quarterback. How does he? There's been rumors raving about him. Dorsett, has been, yeah. yeah. What about? There's been rumors of Inman retiring. Really? That's right. Yeah, I, I did hear about that. There were whispers. And, um, well, Maurice Harris he is having a strong camp, so Maurice oh, yeah, Harris is the number one receiver if Edelman doesn't come back by the end of the. Absolutely. He's gonna come back, but. And you don't know how healthy Demarius Thomas is going to be either. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, he still has a problem with his Achilles. I don't, I'm yeah. I'm not convinced he even makes the team or like doesn't. Retire. Yeah, neither am I. I'm not I'm not convinced he'll make the team either. And I swear, if I get <laughs> hate for what I'm about to say, Jacoby Myers is ahead of Danny Atlin. Hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. He's had a strong camp to, too. Yeah. He'll be a nice three, practice squad player if he doesn't make it. Yeah. Out of these three players, who do you think has the best? Well, I guess you just answered it. Jacoby Myers, Ryan Grant, or um. Uh, Gunner uh, Olszewski. Well, Gunner could probably be a punt returner from what I've heard. Possibly. Jacob- Jacoby Myers. Yeah. yeah I kind of like Ryan Grant, though. I mean, like, ha- Philip Dorsett, wasn't he, like, raving about, like, Etlin's speed or something like that or whatever? He was, like, really, like, he, I- he was, like, uh, very, like, excited about Etlin. I honestly think the best chance that Etling has to make the team would be like a gunner on special teams because he has so much speed. Yeah. Like, I, I and then then it becomes a tackling issue. I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. It's fun to look at at camp, but the realistically, uh, realistically, him making the team as a wide receiver with how many wide receivers we have that have played the wide receiver position for more than three, four days at camp is is above that. So, I mean, people compare him to Edelman. Opportunity like Edelman, here. Yeah, Edelman came into the combine being like, "I'm going to be a wide receiver in the NFL, and I'm going to punt return." So it's really not the same thing because True. Etling got moved a year into his NFL career. So I don't know. It's it's interesting, and maybe he could. That'd be like that'd be fun, but who knows? Opportunity here. If they don't put Gunner as a Gunner, I I don't know why you have him here at this. <laughs> yeah, <time. laughs> what is he doing here? Gunner the Gunner. Gunner the Gunner. Okay, now now we need him on the team just so we can say gunner the gunner. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The headlines can be perfect. It, it, if you left it up to the Patriots fans to decide what this wide receiving core would be, it would be oh my Edelman, God. Gunner, Etling, 
Barrios. Barrios, yep. yeah. Yeah. Maurice Harris wouldn't make the team. <laughs> nope. It would, and then they'd throw Demarius Thomas in because of how good he used to be in like 2013. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he played catch with Danny Etling after practice yesterday. <laughs> so oh, maybe, yeah. maybe Demarius Thomas <laughs> offers some versatility. Maybe he can play some quarterback. Or Tom Brady like before practice. Oh, he did? He, um, and, from what I saw, Demarius Thomas had a side uh, session with Brady and then Hoyer had a side session with um, Burkhead. All right. Brady threw a touchdown to Braxton Berrios during the scrimmage. Everyone probably went crazy. Like I was, yeah. I had high hopes for for Berrios, but he, he doesn't sound like he's been having a good camp. So, yeah, doesn't he only there. have like one catch or something like that? One yeah. touchdown, Not, yeah, one touchdown. Catch. When I was there, it it like no play really got that big of a um a reaction Roar. from the crowd. The only thing that got like a big reaction was Nikhil Harry was this wide ran a perfect fade. And Brady threw this ball that was like in between two defenders, and it was like one of those sideline diving catches, and he just completely let it bounce off his head, hands, and the whole <laughs> stadium just groaned. I, I think Dang. Nikhil Harry, real quick about Harry, it's he's gonna be, he's gonna be you know a big X factor going forward because if he if he can play that will be that will be excellent, but if he doesn't then there's gonna be a real problem at the receiver position. They're gonna have to trade for someone probably if he can't. Yeah. Step up. Oh yeah. If he can't I think play, what happens with the um? It also depends what happens with Josh Gordon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Correct. We yep. talked a lot about this last week when I was I was saying that like I will just always believe in Belichick. He saw something in him, and I think that will at some point this season well, come and through. From his rehab videos, it seems like he's doing well still. So. Yeah. I mean, if he gets reinstated, he's a big big guy to get back. Oh yeah. It's tough to to measure though because. He seemed like he was doing well weeks into last year, and then by December, you got you got that news that yeah he he'd gone gone through it again. And it was like the last week of the season, wasn't it? So it was kind of disappointing. Pittsburgh. December. It was the uh, it was after it was the game after right? Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. So it was our last couple. It was against Miami, I believe. Oh, wasn't it yeah. the? It, the was, it was like a couple of days after the Pittsburgh games when the news came out. Yeah. All right, Jake, uh, Phil, you Perry, the DMs? Phil Perry just uh, tweeted out saying he thinks um, it's Myers versus Berrios for one of the last receiver slots. Really? Oh, there you go. Uh, that's, that's interesting because hmm. I think Myers is the better receiver, but Berrios I would like to his... know who's ahead of him. Yeah. Like, who, who we think Probably is... Mo Harris. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mo, Mo Harris. I think Mo he's Harris a... is the best one out there right now. Didn't Jacoby Myers play a little bit of quarterback? In either high school or college. Yeah, I think I think he did in high school. As that experience, that might help with knowing knowing the timing of the routes, when how much time the quarterback has. So I don't know if that's given him an advantage over, like let's say a Berrios or some or like one of the other undrafted free agents. I think Berrios yeah, is going to be re- punt returning. Yeah, they're always going to be looking for someone to take the load off. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, is All it right. time for the, uh, DMs. the DMs? Yep. All right, it could be right, Grant because I closed it up. All right, I right. actually have both of them on my screen. Oh, you do? Right? All right, go ahead, Grant. Yep. Oh, we're, doing the, we're doing the Duke Dawson one. You want to talk about the defensive line? Yeah, do those two. Okay. All right, so we'll, we'll start with Duke Dawson. Um, this one comes from patriots for life one two five five two four. It says, what are your thoughts on Duke Dawson? And y'all were just talking about Duke Dawson. So 
you want to want to go into that about either getting him cut or where the, he might be moving or whatever it may be. Yeah, Ethan, this why one. don't you? I feel like I should start? start with this one. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, Dawson is not making the team, and everyone just had so like high hopes for him, but he got hurt. He got burned in the Jackson, right? And no, he didn't. Then... Wait, no, he, he didn't never play played. Last he, he, he hasn't play. played. He hasn't played a snap yet. That was Eric Rowe. Never mind. <laughs> yes, yes, um, he did. Eric Rowe got burned. All right, but go on, Ethan. Yeah, um, he was hurt, and when he came back. He didn't even dress. Like, they could have dressed him. Belichick didn't even want to dress him. There, I, that could have been because um, Jason McCourty was playing well. But you still have Jason McCourty. The DB position is deeper than it was last year. Um, you already have um, solidified superstar in Gilmore. Took a, an amazing leap year from two years ago in the last year. JC is going to start. Yeah, two superstars um, at the corner position. Two superstars. You got a lockdown corner. There's no room for him to fit. So, I mean, he could squeak in depending on injuries, depending on if a, if a Harmon trade comes. But he's he's going to get cut. And I get so much hate for this whenever I say he's, gonna, he's not making the team. And, I mean, I'll, I'll eat my words if he makes the team. But I just don't think at all that he's going to make this. I think he it's, could make the team. But, like, it would probably be as, like, Jonathan Jones insurance. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's definitely not crazy. It's definitely what not they... crazy to be like he's getting cut. Like I don't know if anyone's gonna argue with that because of mm. how good corners are right now, especially with Joe on. Like we we have oh, a lot right. of guys that get drafting Williams in the second round didn't help his chances either. Yep. Yeah, but... Joe Juan hasn't had a great camp though, so I wonder if that even made... Keon Keon Crossens had a strong camp too. So yeah. You have Crossing to be quick, yeah. too. And but he's Crossing, probably going to make Crossing, it as a special teamer. Crossing, yeah, he'll be a primary special teamer. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not convinced Crossing's making the team. Because I, I just think there's more potential with Duke Dawson. I think Dawson will be on the roster. And I also think if they trade Jonathan Jones, I think he'll definitely be on the roster. Yeah. So What's kind of nice about this, um, this group, we've, there's a lot of, like, and I feel like more than past years, is we have so many, like, well, we have so much talent in this position, so much talent in this position, which is a good problem to have. Yeah, and it's there's a competition, so many, right? There's so many competitions and so much talent on this team right now. For you guys, what is, like, the most amount of DBs that you'd want on a team? Like seven, maybe? Right Eight. now, wow. on my recent um, roster prediction, I had one, two, three, four, five. I had ten. Ten. I Whoa. would say ten, too. That's, I agree. That's that's five and five or um six and four five or something five. like that. I have oh, Juwan Williams. I have Juwan Williams, uh, yeah, Gilmore, Jonathan Jones, JC Jackson, and Jason McCordy. And then you got Devin McCordy, Duran Harmon, Patrick Chung, Nate Ebner, and Terrence Brooke. I don't yeah. see Duke Dawson making that. You're, yeah, when you lay it out like that, you're you're so right. Like I don't think that Duke Dawson has a role or fits into that into that set right there. And I mean because I mean if he if Belichick dressed him after he came back from his injury, maybe you could argue that Belichick has faith in him or something like that. He didn't even dress. Belichick didn't even feel like he was necessary to dress. I just don't – I'm looking at the other side. I just can't see them – or, I mean, it's a possibility. But I just, I just don't know if they'll, you know, cut a corner who they drafted in the second round. Uh, yeah. You don't yeah. want to give sense. up on him too early. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
I just it's I don't still know. may be there. You just don't know yet. But you're right about the the cornerback group. I think it's you can make an argument that I think the offensive line, the corners, and the running backs; those three are the strongest groups on the team. I Absolutely. think that's that's a fact. Even quarterback, like there's quarterback, there's even a competition there too. Hoyer and Stidham. Yeah. I think Hoyer yeah, makes every, the team. Every position has like a pretty really like a really good competition going on. Yeah, tight end has a nice the competition. The only way he makes the team. Yeah, the only way Dawson makes the team is the um the practice squad. He'll get and he'll get scooped a, up. He'll get, get, up, get scooped up. Right. Yeah. But the the Jones Dawson little competition there is interesting because you know I think Jones it, is just definitely better. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's definitely and better. And, it's a matter again, of if he gets traded. We haven't traded. Really seen Duke Dawson play, but I think Jones is like almost underrated on the team. I think he's very very. Yeah. He's definitely underrated. Definitely. All right. Ready for the, uh, the next DM? Second one? Yeah. Um, all right. So this one says, how much of a force do you see the defensive line being on the pass rush? And I think this is a really interesting question because if you're going to look at the weakest, the weakest part of the team in the last years, I think it's definitely been the pass. And it's one yep. of the most important, especially yep. if you did the days of Patricia, how like weak the pass rush was where we had Ricky Jean Francois up there. <laughs> Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting this year to see the pass rush because you just lost Trey Flowers, but you got Michael Bennett and uh, Mike Pinnell. Yep, like him a lot. So I have a take here. I I truly believe that Michael Bennett is at least just as good, if not better, than Trey Flowers. We talked about this yesterday, Jacob. I I I agree. I think he's close. I don't think it's he's close. Yeah, because Trey Flowers never never has gone through double teams like Bennett does. Like I feel like Bennett is just the more powerful. Uh, well, and now Flowers is gonna thrive in Detroit because that defensive line's so, so talented, right? So he's gonna Dude, is, have less is Ricky double G. teams. Is Ricky Francois not on that team now? Yeah, I think he. Got I don't think released. he is. Yeah, I think he's a free agent. I'm googling it. But Bring him back. You know, <laughs> Adam, he was, Adam Butler. He was on the Lions last year. That's why. Adam Butler. I yes. Let's talk he's, about Adam uh, Butler. Because I feel like he's so overlooked and he could really he could really help out in the pass rush because that's what he's been. He's been, you know, uh, passing down, you know, he comes in to rush the passer at he's the defensive a, tackle spot. He's been a third down defensive tackle, but if yeah. they do him over, you know, Shelton or Pinnell, he could be solid. Oh, yeah. All right, I, I don't know how you guys feel about this. I really don't want Danny Shelton on this team. I, I just yeah. feel like he's a waste. That was one of those signings where I thought it was kind of just like, all right, fine, we'll give you a contract. Yeah. We don't want to have anybody else. Like, I did not think, like, they want Danny Shelton back. Like, he is – that contract is just for him to kind of prove it in camp, and then I, I – I, Try I to get a contract easy. with another team after. I thought he yeah, did pretty he, well stopping the run last year, at times, anyway. He was, at least later was okay, in the season. but – he just didn't have the time on the field as for what we like gave up for him and what we were expecting for him. He yeah. wasn't playing all that much. I feel like they, I feel like they only had him out there for teams that could run the ball. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. Against, like, like the Very Chiefs like, don't run the ball as much, so they didn't have him in against. Uh, did they have him in against the Chiefs? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, I think it was really more... did. But they had him out there against the Rams, who had Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson. For sure. Yeah, right. I and mean, he had an awesome play in the Super Bowl. Um, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, combined so like, sack. Right. He's just that big body. 
Yeah, just put him in there, and it'll, it'll close any hole in there because he's so freaking fat. I'm fine with him making the roster as as long as he's not our number one guy. Like he can be an easy depth piece to someone else. Like, but I I don't want him being uh, uh, the first option or anywhere near the top option. Exactly. Yeah. I, but it's very it's very possible he can make it with how weak I think the defensive line is. I think it's not weak, but it's it's. It's sh- there's a short. There's list. a lot. There's a lot of moving pieces right now. There's a lot right. of like a lot of jobs to lose. Yeah, a lot. A lot of competition. Two questions yeah, sure. before we move on. So number one, do you think we have to make a move to sort of solidify the pass rush? I think we do. I don't know what it is. I I just I think uh, make- another outside guy would be nice. Especially if if, if Wise isn't healthy. Yeah. Yep. And if Rivers, yeah. you know, if Rivers can't doesn't play. look good in the preseason, yeah. And you could exactly. you could even have like that first overall pick to go for a championship, right? Or not first overall pick, first round pick. But I mean, I don't know if it's something you want to move right now. Right, but I just I just feel like we got to solidify it somehow. I don't know what the move is, but we got to do something because we have a like scary pass to... rush. Yeah, no, there people aren't. We we have we haven't had one. Just so like McGinnis and everything Zach like that. It's like they only they, last year they used uh, Hightower and Van Noy to scheme it up. For sure. That's true. They Hightower, had them coming off the Hightower edge too. Hightower was so much more of like a defensive end last year than he oh, was yeah. a yeah, he'd, been, he'd be nice. He'd be nice on the defensive end too. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have any pass rushers. We couldn't get any pass rush. So what they did, they started uh you could see it like especially against the Chiefs, like they just had them like like going back and forth, they coming from the edge, coming up the middle. They just they mainly use them as pass rushers. Edge they're, rushers, they're, yeah. They're they're right. they're big and they can move, and they're not quite fast enough to keep up with a running back, but they could really like plow through the line and keep up with the quarterback. And yeah, I always forget about in. them. Oh, I was just gonna say that I always forget about Van Noy and Hightower when talking about pass rushers. I just always do for some right. reason. Even and they're both and they're Collins, above too. average. Oh yeah, they, if we didn't have them, we wouldn't have had a pass rush. It was like mo- no. it was all schemed up. We like Van Noy. Did he have two sacks in the Super Bowl? And he had that he had that pressure leading to the interception. So yeah, he's uh, very underrated. Harmon was the pressure. yeah. That, that was Harmon. Was it Harmon? Oh, oh yeah. there we go. Another clutch play by Harmon that I forgot to mention. Earlier. <laughs> Every single, even even when he's not putting his hands on the ball, he pass rush i think it was both Harmon and van noy i feel like it, it was they, they they came with everybody on that play so. yeah they came i think Harman it was, was a full-out blitz yeah Harmon was the lucky guy who didn't get blocked yeah, yeah but legitimate superstar defensive lineman since i don't know vince wilfork oh yeah and when did vince he leave wilfork. 2014 15? i think it was 15 was, was he yeah. did he leave in 15 he was definitely here for 2004 for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, you're right, though. We oh, well, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones has been a superstar defensive lineman. Yeah, yeah and then he had, to, he had to go off and smoke. Interior, yeah. interior yeah. We oh, haven't yeah. had one. Time. Yeah, he left in 2015, 2015 after the 2014 season. I'm kind of glad we got rid of Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown, eh, I thought, I thought he, I thought he was garbage last year. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I did too. I I wasn't impressed with him. I thought it was like kind of his. Main- Come on, contract year. He's a he's a high draft pick. Like, come on. right, first rounder. Show, show a Suppo- little bit more. He was supposed to be the um the Vince Wolfork replacement, and he wasn't. Oh, he was. Yeah, he wasn't even close. Wasn't if even we close. got Mike Daniels, that would have been clutch. Oh yeah, yeah. that would have been. 
we would have a we would have a, a solid line if we had dude Mike Daniels being like I want to play for a contender and then <laughs> oh, the Panthers. God. Hey Jake, how about Albert Hainsworth? Albert Hainsworth, what a guy! Um, what a guy! But one last question. Dude, wait, no. He signed with the he signed with the um the the Lions, not the Panthers. Did he? It or, wasn't or, a contender. Yeah, Gerald McCoy it wasn't a contender. Oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah no. But yeah, no, but but Daniels, he was the one. He was like, I want to play for tender, and then which like, and then he goes signed with Detroit. Yeah, completely. Just dude, Detroit's defensive line is what is what we we've been like, man, like Trey Flowers. Mike See Daniels. now, Patricia. That's now Patricia has his line. Yeah, that's true. And and you know what he's gonna do? Zone. He's gonna rush two, <laughs> and and he's gonna drop Trey Flowers back in coverage. <laughs> he's gonna drop Mike Mike Daniels in coverage. <laughs> Cover the middle, yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. But one last question because I thought of it when we were talking to Shelton. Because I think this this could be one of the things it comes down to. Who would you rather want on the? Won't go in depth because we got to get to one last thing. But who would you rather want on the roster, Danny Shelton or Duke Dawson? Oh yeah, probably Shelton. You need pass rush. Shelton, pass yeah, rush. Duke I'd Dawson. I'd rather take another D lineman over DB. We have I'd so say, many. Yeah, D- we have so many DBs that like. I- I'd say D line again. Go so with Shelton. Probably, yeah, yeah. Shelton. All right. He's a big body. Hate he Duke can... Dawson. Even if I didn't hate Duke Dawson, I'd still take Shelton just for the fact that. It's a it's it is the biggest or the biggest need on defense. I really hope and Duke turns into like the uh, to the next Gilmore, so we can just uh, laugh at Ethan right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, not giving up on him just yet, but I I gave up on him in like November of last year when they activated him. Hmm. They activate him. They they sit him for a few games, and then I'm like, yep, yeah, this this guy's done. But anyways, we got – you guys ready? One last thing. Yeah. Anyone yep. want to start off? Okay, so I'll, I'll kind of I'll, – I'll give the, the preface here. So this is we're, – we're going to try to do this from whenever something happens because we're all fan pages here. We're all very into the, the Patriots community on Instagram. And every time something happens, we'll come on. We'll, we'll finish the show off with it. We'll do like a little segment of it. But it's uh, drama in the Pats fan community. And There's we're going to start it off. There's drama. It was a little bit of a civil war, and we're gonna start it off with how. Now we gotta figure out too. Also, how are we are we saying this account's name? Oh God, do we? How do we? Uh, how do we read this account's name? Patriots one, I think. Patriots, Patriots one. one. That's Patriots yeah. one. simple. Okay. It is uh, yeah. by Brandon, follower account the most popular Patriots fan account, and it's it is known on Instagram as is like. Gone. Yeah, now it is known as P A T R one O T S on Instagram. Yes, that is that is the account we are talking about. And to make it even more confusing, their spam account, Patriots with a two as the I, yesterday put up a post and I'll read it for y'all. It was I remember the days when page when Patriots IG was an absolute juggernaut. There were so many good pages and quite a few of them too. We we were the best NFL team with fan pages. Now all the big ones have moved on. Feel with like a sad face emoji, and the no. picture is Will Smith in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That like meme of him like standing all alone in the house with his logo photoshopped on it. So reading that, 
that sounds like the most cocky, arrogant, I'm the best page. And that's what yeah, I was trying exactly. to tell him in the comments. So what do you all think? Like, what was, because like, none of us are really a, a giant page, but, um, so we're, we're in that like small. <laughs> I just think category. it's incredibly disrespectful. First of all, like you dedicate, we obviously all dedicate our time to doing this stuff and right. exactly. yeah, we That's have better time. Point. Exactly. We can spend time doing other things like being with our family, but instead we try to get content out there and make formats and take time out of our lives. Right. Everyone, everyone that does the fan page, like, um, just having to like move things around or give things up or like do whatever. So like to say like, like we all, we all, even no matter what follower account you have, you're doing something. No one's exactly. like trying to, and no one, and this is what I think got taken away from the whole thing is everyone kind of went at him. So he put up another post and was like, talking about how he didn't see it was cocky at all he's like this is just a fact and really it was patriots drive that like put the thing on his personal and was like kind of go go going at him or, and whatnot um, now we're not gonna we're not gonna give his personal tag away but in his bio no, yeah. on his personal he does have his instagram fan page tag in there so he's like and i i commented at him yesterday and i was like i was telling him about like how it was and he was like i'm not the cocky type saying like we don't no one knows this person so like we we can't be like you're cocky and whatnot but the post itself was incredibly cocky and it made like a lot of fan pages mad and when you have a lot of fan pages mad you can't just be like well i wasn't trying to do that because like obviously you upset some people so to be like the way it said in there it was there were so many good pages and quite a few of them too now we're not make that's like saying that there is no good pages exactly yeah it's that's that's the point that everyone was upset about i understand where he was trying to get at i understand what he's trying to get out get at by saying there used to be so many popular pages but the wording and just the meme yeah the meme of him just being like the meme exactly i'm alone i'm the only path path if he had a picture if you had a picture of just let's say Tom Brady, and it said, yeah, "Oh, the there have there there used to be a lot of big accounts." Um, like no one's denying that he's big. No, um, no one's saying no one's like you're not big. Everyone's agreeing that he's a, a giant. Everyone account. knows and he's big. He's, everyone's also saying he's the forefit. Like he is, he is Patriots. It's it's him, and then everybody else. Yeah, which but Perfect, when you start saying now that in the military, but when when you when, start saying when that you're yourself, saying you're all alone. Yeah. By what the meme was intending. I'm sure he didn't intend it for it to start this, but he was sure trying to intend something with that. Was, that. that was a little bit of a flex. He wanted to flex it and be like, you know, like every other page is gone now and I'm just all alone. Like I'm alone at the top here, which is, it's like, it's a humble brag. It's like, oh, like you mean, it yeah. sucks, sucks to be me. Like our, all, our, our accounts are all, small medium small ish scale yeah it's but tough we... to tell how we would feel about our account if we were that big oh yeah i'm not trying to give him credit but i'm just saying it's coming from a different perspective when he's had this for years while we've had smaller accounts for years yeah right see but all we're trying to do here is just show our love for the patriots right like it's not a popularity it's contest it's just like right. annoying exactly. when yeah. this stuff happens because like Everyone is in this. Everyone does the same thing here, like and not like it's everyone does it in a different light or a 
perspective or a different view. But like to be like, there's one page that's like superior to the others. Like it's so annoying when this like fan page like beef happens because it really shouldn't. Because we'll go at like I don't care like Jets fan pages or like Jaguars or whoever it may be. That's that's like, all for somehow, fun though, it, right? Yeah, and yeah, for sure. But when it comes like within our inner yeah, circle, it's like why are, why are we all doing? Yeah, like I'm I'm in this for more of the the discussions because I just love talking about the Patriots and football in general. So I'd as be, your name would suggest. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I really don't care how many followers I have. It's just. Like the more followers I have, the more viewpoints I get. But like, I'd be fine right. with like like seven hundred followers. Like, I'm more than okay with that if I get like seven hundred different views. That, that that's that makes have, me happy about it. I'd rather have maybe like five thousand followers that respect what I'm doing, understand exactly. have like good conversations, rather than ninety five k and no one really cares. Because Absolutely. I can't I can't see his likes anymore. But I don't know how many he gets on every post now. Like, I'm not sure, but... the Really, it's like, it, the way you got to look at it is followers, likes, engagements need to be valued as the way you grow your page and reach a bigger audience. So your, whatever you're doing, your formats, your work, whatever, is getting bigger and being seen by more people because that is the payoff when you make something and you make something good. Using followers as like a clout is when it becomes cocky and when it becomes... To be like, oh, I'm at the top here all alone is is when it gets cocky and when it gets annoying. And it's like Yeah, like you can measure point. your gro- you can measure your growth based off of how well like your writing's improved, how well your timing right. with different stuff's improved, how like designing your formats can improve. Because if you go into like earlier in my account, my formats blue. And um I mean just having this account for a few months you you learn a lot more about doing different stuff and i feel like the improvement from that to that shows more growth than just saying oh i got four thousand more followers I, to exactly. me, it, it's more meaningful yeah i think what it is is like how you improve as a page right if you go all the way back to your first post or like your first final score or whatever you see how good that you've improved right and that's oh, what it 100%. means as as like a fan page that's what you want to see you want to see improvement right and when you hit that milestone like 10k or whatever then you know it's all paid off right absolutely so, yeah and just be humble is the moral exactly be like, humble it's i I just, said it back. I just don't like yeah. arrogance i just yeah I, i'm i'm with you on that i don't like to let that stuff just you know if someone's going to be cocky about it and I'm gonna laugh, and it's just—it's uh, just—it's just the person I am. We all—we're all in a group chat. We it. all saw that post, and I sent it into it, did not realizing. So it's not like one person pointed out that, like, hey, this was kind of cocky. We all saw it individually. We all, all knew it was like, cocky. What that? We you sent it in. Like, I sent it in. Yeah, we all sent that immediately yeah. after it was posted, and everyone was like, and I, mean, I, I just heck? saw it this morning, so I was like, what is this? And then Tommy obviously took his post down, so. I wish he didn't. That sucks. But I bet, I bet he was getting flicked. And this is what sucks too is he put that post up being like, and what is he? he Tommy has like, um, he's, he's got Patriots a lot of followers for everybody that doesn't know. Yeah, he's got like what fourteen thousand something around that. Almost that yeah, something like that. He's yeah. got fourteen point eight. Like he's he's no he's definitely not small. He's definitely not like a tiny page. But he doesn't have the ninety four thousand. And the work he 
he probably puts more work in than Patriots one hits or however you say it, right? Yeah, and, right. and he like, has to. Knows, he's not... he's trying to get drafted in the MLB. Like this guy's a hard worker. Like he doesn't just, slack yeah, so, off. So he, yeah, for sure. And when you put work into it, and someone tries to like discredit your work and be like, "Oh, I'm, I'm all alone here at the top," or whatever is is annoying. So he put the post up or whatever, and then got attacked. He was saying he told us today that he was like. I'm not even getting like as many engagements, which like sucks that he had to like that he's getting like gypped out of likes and engagements for being like I'm a little pissed that someone got cocky on their on their spam. Right, he definitely doesn't deserve that. People spamming L and clown emoji. It's it's you know why they're doing that. It's they're gonna they're gonna support whatever <clears throat> whatever their they wanna, page is gonna say. They want to get noticed by. The bigger fan yeah. page, right? So they're exactly. like, "Oh, we'll take his side," right? Because yeah. they want they want to get clout. They want to get like a shout out or something from him or whatever. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that's 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 about all that we uh that happened in the the, the Pat Bank community yesterday with the the mini civil war we had, where everyone was <laughs> everyone was a little mad for two hours. We'll say um, uh, we'll say uh, Patriots Drive was Captain America and. Uh, you know, Everybody else is Iron Man. the other guy was Iron Man, so we'll go like that. Yeah. Little little Marvel reference. I can go in on all that, but uh, yeah, we're gonna do this from time to time in the the Pat's Page community because it is a it is a whirlwind out there of, of things. People stealing posts, people acting like children. Oh, Grant, there's a couple of oh, us stealing great. posts. We gotta, no, we oh. can't get into that. We can't get into that. We'll do that next week. We won't, that's we won't a whole get into episode it. by itself. That, that clown who will not be. Will be we'll, we'll, we'll get into that at some point. Because you know, during the season, dude, and his, his career will do something. And His crew. Is it possible that you possibly stole his name? Yeah, is that possible? Maybe Jake's to blame. <laughs> Wait, who stole whose name? Account stole the not named account that steals Grant's post. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe I did. Yeah, maybe I, you did. I definitely stole it. Yeah, right, because he's got some underscores in there. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. But he doesn't. He doesn't have uh, the dot. The period. He doesn't have the dot. It. There you go. But we'll we'll touch on that next episode. <laughs> All right, so I think is that is that a good uh, stopping point for us here? I think so. To... Yeah, I think that's that's about it. Yeah, so thank you for listening to episode two of the Osoy Fiesta podcast. We'll see you next time. Adios. Adios. Oh, Spanish in there. Bitch, be humble. Sit down. Bitch, sit down. Bitch, sit down. Bitch, sit down.